everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. I'm Kyle. And um, yeah, <laughs> how about that tell-all? <laughs> <laughs> no, no sound effects this week? Uh, <laughs> super tell-all, no limits, extravaganza <laughs> part two. Kim, can you believe that we're only halfway through this? <laughs> no. Kyle, I loved that the description of this part two, no limits, no limits, is the cameras see all as the couples attend an unrestricted after party. I'm like, unrestricted. So they're adult people at a bar. Like, they just what go does to a bar. Unrestricted mean? That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> they don't have bouncers hanging out. Is that what it is? Like, there's no there's- one to hold Andre back. I don't. <laughs> There's no police available. Like, what does what is unrestricted? Ugh. Anyway, um, they really tease this big like no limits at the bar, but we get like ten fucking minutes of these people at the bar. Like, there's ten minutes of bar drama, and otherwise, <sighs> this is the Ed and Angela show, and so it's yeah. really painful to cover. yeah. Really painful. Me no no speak English anymore. (laughs) No more podcasts. I am telling you. I mean, the Ed stuff was so triggering for many, not just women, humans uh, that have been in these types of, that have dated a manipulator. Um, it, It was just so hard to watch and such a stark reminder of why we don't cover him typically. I have, uh, you know, after two weeks of basically the Angela and Ed show, I have no regrets at all. I know that there are some people that still want us to talk about these people, but I'm unmoved. Absolutely zero interest in having them take up any more of my existence and my (laughs) attention than they already have for the last fucking four years i know right i this i was thinking a lot about this like with love after lockup i totally understand why people do find it entertaining because you do have the ability to laugh at a lot of those people like it and that's you know entertainment lockup can be really funny it can ed and angela i don't find i find zero humor and so i think that's why it's just not compelling to me is that it's just a pure hate watching. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you're mad at us for not talking about them normally, I just, just go outside, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I also want to say, Kyle, Usman has some competition, you know, Lippy's out there singing. Mary had a little (laughs) lamb. No one asked Usman to to sing anything. No one asked him. He sings for a living. We didn't even hear an Usman song featured (laughs) on the season at all. No That's music a good point. videos, nothing. Ah, uh, what is going on? That's a great point. I didn't think about that. I had to skip it. As soon as the first note hit, my entire body convulsed. <laughs> I had to pause. <laughs> I had to go take a shit. I walked around my house. I threw the ball for my dog. I came back in and I skipped 20 seconds. There's I, I absolutely not. If there were some funny reactions from the other cast, I missed it. I just can't. That's my limit. Absolutely no. Mary had a little lamb. 
Jesus It's the same Christ. song that we heard her sing during her first voice lesson in like episode three of this season, which nobody remembers because it was in fucking August. Okay. This happened in August of 2022 because that's how long this season has gone on. But I, I, I will never forget. <laughs> 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 like, just from a pure, like, Musically speaking, aren't there five notes? It's like not even an octave of a range and Mary had a little lamb. I think it's like five notes. Like, it Excuse me. Excuse me. Did you not hear the 20 octave range that I just displayed, Cam? I mean, that's what I'm sorry if I blew out your speaker, but what the fuck? Oh, my God. I crawled out of my skin and hid underneath my bed and didn't want to come back out. No. Until no. it was like an hour later. I was like, please make it <laughs> stop. Make it stop. Uh, Charlie does make like one good point, which is like Andre is never actually around him. So just for the sake of argument, because we have very little to talk about. How do we know that Charlie is an alcoholic? Because, like, what if Charlie is only drunk when he's around Andre because Andre is super annoying to be around? <laughs> like, it didn't occur to me. I'm like, okay, Charlie does have a point. Like, Andre, he and Andre don't hang out. Like, yeah, he was wasted at the Moldovan wedding. Like, who was it? And he was super obnoxious and behaving badly. But I don't know. Does that, <laughs> like, did they make up this alcoholic thing? It's pretty I think shitty best, thing to make up. Yeah, I think the best evidence for him being an alcoholic is simply that even fucking Pam said that he has a problem. That's true. I feel like Pam would say anything a producer told her to, but yeah. I don't know. I I think that she just just the fact that she wanted Charlie there at the brunch and there's lots of tears. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe they canceled Charlie, bruh. <laughs> they canceled Charlie. Oh man, I just he doesn't um, even have a car, Kim. <laughs> Andre, you broke ass. Don't even have car, and he doesn't even deny it. He just does his little. <laughs> he has four kids. I hope he has a car. I mean, this is the thing, though, Andre didn't have a pot to piss in like right, nine right, months right. ago <laughs> until he made friends with Chuck because he realized he literally had absolutely no way to get ahead in this country except to suck up to Chuck and like get a place in the family business. And now he's acting like all high and mighty. God, like he's he, new he's new money. He's told he's new money, Kim. He, he had fucking was going to interviews for trucker jobs and jorts six months ago. <laughs> He was cleaning a pool. (laughs) He was cleaning a pool with his dad gut, and Jesus Christ! (laughs) He like it just is so amazing to me how now Andre just judges every human being's worth by their material possessions. 
And this is it's just really wild to me. And and the happened, fact that you made very fast eight hundred thousand dollars last year, like okay, good luck with that in twenty twenty three because the mortgage rates done went up, Andre. So I'd love to hear your plan. Like you the got plan, you got lucky, Kim. Kim, what are you talking about? The plan is for Libby to sing Mary Had a Little Lamb to Ellie and then question mark, question mark, income. (laughs) Money coming now. Kyle, have you yet watched the dentist song on YouTube that Libby and Andre put out with Ellie? You still haven't watched this? We talked about it on B-Sides like twice and you refused to watch it. So I'm just making sure you still haven't. Accidentally clicked. I definitely have not. (laughs) It is. I mean, you thought that Mary had a little lamb. This one is just more like a pan. It causes panic and anxiety, and you feel like you need to hide under something until it ends because it's just like very busy and yelling and flashing lights and animation. I never. I never accidentally click anything 90 day fiance related i assure you noted noted yeah hold on sorry one sec i have to drink a glass of water for thirst (laughs) Ah. oh good i'm glad you're hydrated this show is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's a new year, and we all want to be our best self this year. Because when you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes, life gets you bogged down, and you may feel overwhelmed, or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. And that can feel really frustrating for a lot of us. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of yourself. When you feel empowered, you'll be more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. My experience with therapy has been that when I know I have specifically allotted time to talk through my worries, my frustrations, and my negative feelings, that I can focus better on what I need to get done during my day. It's empowered me to be the best version of myself. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. That's right, no snow days, no traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash cray today to get 10% off your first month. That's better com slash cray cray. Betterhelp.com slash cray cray. And thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Look, this is what's so confusing to me. People have opinions, like the entire cast had opinions about Andre's relationship with family Libby, but no one has an opinion on camera, during the tell-all, on stage, of Liz or Angela's treatment of their significant others. Or sorry, of Ed or Angela's treatment of their significant others. Like, I'm sick. Like, no one? No feedback? No well, for feedback. one thing... I, I, like, I, what? I agree. I think, for one thing, people don't take Andre seriously in terms of threats of physical violence. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's some kind of teddy bear or something, but he's not dumb and, and he's been on TV for so long. I think he's 
at least 50% playing a caricature of his most extreme self a lot of the time. And, and so people feel comfortable challenging him on, on stuff on stage. On the other hand, it's clear that everyone's just straight up afraid of Angela. They're just, they're just scared of her. You know, what's so irritating is that the fact that Michael cheated on her and it's, there's proof like we have the voice messages and Michael just flat out admitted to it or cyber cheating as the term that Sean Robinson continues to use. It puts like people are, they're just like cheating bad. So Michael bad, like Yara is the only one that's capable of any kind of nuanced thinking and that, well, she kind of like emotionally abused him for years. And so what Michael did is bad, but what Angela did was also bad. Not to mention... Well, Catholic- we're not going to solve this today, so let's move on! <laughs> and then Yara's comment is completely discarded. They move on yeah. immediately. And no right one away. Can- and everybody- all of a sudden, Angela's the victim. And I hate this, especially since half of the season that I didn't watch, but I know from the previews, that Angela was doing the same thing with some rando from TikTok that he she went to see in Canada. Didn't she say that she loved that guy on yes. screen? I mean, I didn't. Yes. I just really watched previews of it, but yeah, doing this. It's the same shit. It's just all projection. Um, with Ed, to your to your point a minute ago, with Ed. You know, Jovi is really the only one that kind of calls him on his bullshit to his face at the drinking event after party. But I wonder if it's like, I probably wouldn't engage him either simply because I don't know. Like, do you really want to roll around the mud with him? No. And the thing is, he turns it, he plays defense so well. He's so fast. Like, he. He's like, well, Jovi, you went to the strip club. He just deflects immediately and turns it back around yeah. onto the accuser. So it, it doesn't work very well. I, this is what really just hurt my heart was like watching Liz be embarrassed and like bullied on live TV and then not seeing her even cry because she already knows they're going to make up and she's going to go back to him. Like that was so frustrating. Like she... He says, give me the ring back. And she immediately, without even pausing, hands it over and doesn't even cry. Because this has probably happened a dozen times by now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is the treatment that she's used to. And it's like, God, lady. You have, guys, like, you've, you have everybody around you. And I feel like she feels the support, like, during the tell-all and after. Because she has all these ladies around her. But she even says it. She has no friends. No friends left. So once she gets home, she has nothing. You know? I she's nobody. Yeah. She it's gonna continue. We start off with Rose providing receipts that Ed has reached out to her and I don't know, like invited himself to the Philippines, I guess. Um, why did Rose say it was okay that he would he was welcome anytime? It's like Rose, I, why? I, I assume she was just being polite. This is not ever going to really happen. And, you know, even though she's like, well, you're welcome to come. I almost read that as like, well, it's a free country. 
<laughs> I guess you can fly here. You can fly to the Philippines. Doesn't mean I'm going to see you. But maybe yeah. that's giving her the too much benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I feel like Rose would entertain being filmed with Ed just for a, a paycheck for content yeah. to refresh her Instagram follower, uh, you know, feed. But she's not going to get with him. She's like famous now. In yeah. The Philippines. I hope, I hope she, yeah, I don't think she would. She has too many other people kind of courting her too. Like she's oh, got sure. better options now. Ed's response to this is me speak no me English no, and no I'm not English. lying. He said, I'm not lying because he claims he doesn't remember. This is, I mean, I I can't remember another time on any of these tell-alls where Sean Robinson seems to be actually upset at someone. I know. And calls them on their bullshit in an actually provocative way. She says, she seems actually pissed off and she says... Ed, you can rattle off a list of everything Liz has ever done, but I asked you a simple question if you've spoken to Rose and you lied. Yeah. The, I, I mean, asked finally. you a simple question. <laughs> Did you reach out to Rose and you lied? And he, the thing is, none of this phases him. He has zero respect for any woman, so he just like doesn't care. And he didn't, see, the thing is, he falls back to... The, he he's dumb because he fell back to a reasonable argument that if he would have made first instead of I don't remember, it might have actually been plausible, which is yeah. he falls back to guys. We've broken up like 20 times. I don't even remember if we were together when I sent that. He exactly. could have said that he could have said, yeah, I did reach out to her, but we weren't together at the time. Then you yeah. have that you have the Ross and Rachel thing, and everyone it would have diffused the the situation, or at least muddied the waters. You know, yeah. This is when like at, like within the first ten minutes of the tell all, Ed Ed is like, "All right, give me the ring back, Liz," and she does it immediately. And Kimberly does say, "You're a fucking dick." She's the only <laughs> one that says anything. And this is the best part. Rich, the friend that they bought on, they brought on last week so to talk. It. He's still there. Like on why? Stage. Why is he still there? <laughs> like, I forgot you even existed, Rich. It was so funny. So 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 why he asks for the ring back? Why? Because she Liz didn't is, defend him. But what's to defend? The text <laughs> message is right there it's really odd how they make liz go and squat in front of this monitor that that was really strange it's just like later ed is like you you are you know stomping on my head and put and liz doesn't actually really say anything she just feels she just says i don't have any respect left (laughs) like is that for yourself because yes we all see that i mean she doesn't scream or yell she doesn't even really She's just kind of processing. And then he asks for right. the ring back. And I'm like, that she didn't even say anything. <laughs> oh, he's so awful. They have to break after this, though, to process. And Bilal, of course, has to go check on Ed, make sure he's okay. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Then Ed also he- tries to talk to Jenny. And Jenny's like, I-, I don't even know how these people are talking to him. He seemed like dirt bag. 
What are intentions? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that there is a kernel of truth to Liz playing victim sometimes. Yeah. But, but this seems pretty cut and dry. I mean, Sean Robinson has the receipts. They're right there. You lied to everyone. What does he expect her to do? Not be a, upset or, or just support like, him and cheating on her? Like <laughs> what is what is the support that he expects? Uh and then Rose basically Rose says like two things. Rose says that apparently he has told her that he would still get back together with her if he wasn't with Liz, essentially is the kind of way that I understood what she said. Is that what you understood too? I yeah it seems it wasn't Rose like this said, well, bombshell. He said he was in a relationship. I really hope that Rose is better than that. I mean, well, no, no, no. I, I don't think she was entertaining it. I just thought that's what he said to her. Yes, that's my but, understanding. Yeah, but like, was that really a bombshell to anyone? They made it sound mm-hmm. like after she said that, the room's just silent, and and Liz is like, does anyone believe that he wouldn't get back together with Rose in five seconds if she was like, Ed, I love you. Let's get married. If he could be on TV. I feel like Ed is constantly talking to like any number of women online. Oh, dozens. And, yeah. He makes, yeah. He's, he makes Mike Al look like a bitch in comparison. Yeah, totally. I mean, it just... <sighs> Ed also makes it out like everybody on stage was coming at him. And the fact is that nobody says anything. Only Kimberly says, you're a fucking dick. That's it. And he goes uh, during this break. Ed goes into the green room and it's silent. But then he immediately, because he's kind of a genius with this kind of stuff, asks if Angela is back. And then everybody starts instantly talking about Angela. It's like enemy of my enemy is my friend. Let me deflect this by talking about somebody we all hate collectively. And then nobody even says anything to him. No one. Not a single word. He didn't get any shit for this at all. So when he says, I had six couples coming at me. No, you didn't. Kimberly said one thing to you. That was it. I think you have a good point, though, about Jovi and what happens later. Because if anyone is going to be I feel like. Ed probably has a little sketchbook with him where he has watched every single episode of 90 Day Fiance and taken notes on all of the people that are going to be on this tell-all with him. So he has comebacks ready to go to attack anyone that comes for him. And that's what he did with Jovi. Jovi doesn't really... like He calls him a pussy, which is uh, very odd. That just kind of seems like out of nowhere. Why is why is Jovi a pussy yeah. for coming at you? And then he just throws the strip club thing back, which again doesn't seem to phase Jovi because <laughs> like, yeah, Yara I- like Yara forgave him for that. This was like two years ago. Yara already forgave him for it, and the difference clearly. It, they're, they're, it's a false equivalency because, first of all, Jovi knows it was stupid and he apologized for it and he hasn't done it since. Mm-hmm. Ed just, I mean, it's not great, but it, but it was hilarious. But Ed just does the same shit over and over again and 
keeps Liz in this awful abuse cycle and he doesn't recognize it, understand it and just lies constantly. It's a, they're totally different things to me, but not yeah. totally different, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's apples and oranges. I, I agree. It, it makes no, he just wants to, Ed knows because he's a manipulator, he needs to deflect and change the conversation and put the other, the opposing person on the defense immediately. This works well. We've seen this from politicians and reality TV villains. It's it's a pretty old strategy, but it works for him most of the time because now Jovi's on the defense trying to defend himself about strip clubs when Ed has just done horrible things to Liz. And it's, I don't know, works so what's, pretty well. So what's, the, so what's the point of going after him? You're not, yeah, you're clearly, you're, right. you're not going to break through to fucking Ed. No, You're, you're not going to no say point. the the magic password to <laughs> make him reevaluate his life. And if you come after him just because you're on a tell all and that's what you're supposed to do, or maybe you're just trying to make yourself look better in comparison, he's going to drag you down into the mud just as yeah. badly. Yeah, it's true. Meanwhile, Angela's outside with her fake friend complaining about having to drink water. I hate water. She can't even drink. This isn't even tap water. This is bottled water. I hate water. I'm like, I hate water. How are you alive? <laughs> uh, I guess there's enough H2O in Coca-Cola. Today I learned. <sighs> well, Angela she's like she's like a she's like a giraffe, Kim. She gets her <laughs> she gets her water. She gets her water from steak and um, you know, whatever's in a potato. Oh, my God. Angela, like, then we get probably a good 30 minutes of Angela on the stage talking about Michael cyber cheating with this other woman. And, I mean, I've already kind of talked, like, this is horrible because it puts Angela in the position of being a victim now. And, I mean, I have zero sympathy for her at all. But I honestly, my first thought was, I can't believe this hasn't happened before. I'm like, sure it with, has. This is just yeah. the first time he got caught. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, that's what I mean. Like with Nickel and Azen, I feel like these right. types of voice messages were coming out in their first year. They've been totally. on TV for like five years and we haven't heard this level of evidence yet. But do you think Angela's still going to marry Michael? Because their K1 is in process. Spoiler 10 seconds. We know that he got here. Well, Kind of. Well, they were in a Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's receipts. I don't think there's a Walmart in Lagos. Maybe I'm wrong. Could be. Um, yeah, so I guess... Uh, yeah. I mean, Michael is trying to be sort of contrite, but he also does that weird thing where he says, you don't understand the whole scenario, but never actually explains the scenario. Uh, yeah. To be fair, I mean, to be fair to him, Angela wouldn't let him. She just takes over anytime he, I mean, no one even really asks him what the actual scenario was. They don't anyway. care. Cheating bad. Yeah. That's it. Like that's. Yeah. All anyone can say or think. The, Michael and, just and said so, she's a fan and he was just being polite. <laughs> and and you know <laughs> the the reason that this is dumb and annoying to talk about isn't because he's a cheating bad, he's a dirty cheater. It's not this isn't this just isn't a real relationship. Mm -hmm. And they can none of the cast can just come out and say 
I don't care that he cheated because this is a TV only relationship. Yeah. But that's the truth. And that's the reason that we don't talk about them. It's because it's fu- it's not because she's an abuser. There's plenty of abusers we talk about. It's because this is a fake, boring, repetitive bullshit relationship that's not real and it's a waste of everyone's goddamn time and she just her screaming i just she's like too disgusting for me i don't believe i don't believe any of it i don't believe it at all and so like if you feel bad for angela just remember the only reason she's with michael is to be on tv that's it that's it if there was another guy that could guarantee her three seasons of television she'd be with him right now i have to say too, kyle like my tinfoil is that angela set michael up to talk to this woman because nobody digs into or asks any questions about why does someone just send this voice note to angela's friend who was the friend it was this person a friend of a friend like i don't just go sending voicemails from random dudes on the internet to friends of reality star like who this feels like a setup it reeks of a setup to me it could be i appreciate that tinfoil the i think the simplest explanation that i was operating with as i was watching this was that michael and her just broke up and she took revenge on him by sending it yeah. to someone i don't that know. makes sense too but it just seems so convenient also, the someone that we're talking about and the the blogger that was mentioned, it's John Yates. So he gets all sorts of information from everyone. So who knows how this Oh, came I didn't about. realize that. <laughs> yeah. Goes to show how dumb I am. I didn't piece that together. No, no, um, you didn't. You, there was no reason for you to piece that together. I just read about that afterward. Oh, I see. Well, we recently noticed that Michael's back on Instagram. And, like, I love that Angela pretends she doesn't know this, even though, like, every single person on stage is like, oh, of yeah, course. I've seen that profile. Even And Yara's the only one smart enough with a brain cell in her head to be, like, uh, anyone can start a fake profile for any of us at any time on Instagram. <laughs> like, how do we know this is Michael? <laughs> Please, let's be reasonable. Uh, I never um, meant it. I told my wife I was just flirting. I'm dead serious. Dude, this is... It's the same yeah. old shit. It's, it's, I know. it's, um, you know, so, I, I like, I mean, it's just yeah. Angela's line isn't telling another woman that he loves someone, but put that Instagram back up and we're done. Okay. Sure. You can <laughs> cheat, but just don't have social media. Okay. Awesome. Cause there's no other possible way to contact my Kyle. And if, if this was, if this was genuine, like if this was real, essentially what she's saying is you are not allowed to have contact with the outside world, but mm-hmm. you're dragging him onto television all the time. Yeah. So this is just fake. It's just dumb. They bring on Michael's uncle and this is just, it's unwatchable. It's so dumb. I love that. And then Sean Robinson asked the question, is there anyone here? That believes that Angela's behavior over time contributed to the breakdown of this relationship to the point where Michael was seeking love elsewhere. The most Talk diplomatic, about a leading like, question. I know the most <laughs> diplomatic way to say. Does anyone think that 
Michael cheated because Angela is a horrifying, horrifying bitch person that nobody <laughs> could ever love in their entire life. I, it's just great stuff. I mean, prop, I, props to Yara for taking the leading question and actually answering it. Nobody because, else answers. Yeah. I mean, she calls out Angela for, quote, bullying my cow. And then these massively delusional people say, bullying well, you stop bullying. Term. That's a strong term. A strong, it's, I mean, bullying is a weak term. Yes. She is a physically abusive maniac to him, if if this is real. And, uh, yeah. I, let me ask you a question. Assuming that if we live in the fantasy world where this is all genuine, do you agree with the people that think Angela, just because they're married, can show up anytime she wants? No. <laughs> like, that That was crazy making people are like well they're married he she can just show up like well yeah but she didn't just like show up with flowers and chocolate and say surprise baby let's go bang she showed up and started vandalizing his car do i think my <laughs> yeah, husband they didn't can show. show up and surprise me on a when i'm like traveling for work and can just start vandalizing my car and i'm supposed to be appreciative of that that is insane these people have clearly not seen this episode. Everybody sympathizes with Angela. I do not understand. Me no speak English. Me no understand this. Help. Send help. It's really bizarre. Um, I, I don't. The entire cast besides Yara is like, well, no, that Sean, that doesn't oh, seem right. Cheating. He's just a cheater. He's a, a cheater. Scammer. This bad. I mean, for fuck's sake. Angela says she's going to divorce him. The end. Here's something you might never have thought about. Why does laundry detergent come in massive plastic jugs? Like, who wants that? These inconvenient, awkward, heavy jugs are filled with messy goo, and its contents are up to 90% water. Washing machines already use water. So why am I paying for water and lugging around this heavy thing? Not to mention, 91% of those jugs don't get recycled. That's right, 700 million detergent jugs wind up in our landfills and let's be honest probably our oceans every single year but it's not like you can just stop doing laundry i mean not if you want to still like have friends and a job so what are we going to do about it well we can switch to earth breeze my new earth breeze laundry detergent eco sheets look like dryer sheets but they're not they dissolve 100 percent in any wash cycle hot or cold. It could not be easier. Trust me, I'm an idiot with laundry and I was able to easily figure this out on the first try. No measuring, no mess, just toss in the sheet. EarthBreeze has really made the whole concept of detergent better. The packaging is compact, biodegradable, and plastic-free. Their eco-sheets are tested and safe for sensitive skin. They offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, or just canceled by you at any time without penalty. 
And with Earth Breeze's Buy One, Give 10 initiative, every purchase donates 10 loads of detergent to a charitable cause of your choice. A whopping 30 million loads have already been donated. These little sheets have turned a chore into an act of kindness. And most important, you get a powerful clean for your clothes. I like Earth Breeze because I loathe wasting plastic, and I've made other steps in my life to cut down on single-use plastics. But I really just can't deal with eco-friendly alternatives that make my life more difficult. I know that sounds selfish, but it's the truth. Earth Breeze is easy to use, and it means I don't have to lug around this heavy plastic jug from the supermarket to my car with my kid, so it really makes my life easier and better in more ways than one. Now, I know you're listening to this, but you really just won't know until you try how great it is. If you don't like it, Earth Breeze will give you a full refund. You don't even have to send it back. They're confident you will love it as much as I do. Now's the time to try EarthBreeze because right now my listeners can subscribe and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash cray to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash cray for 40% off. earthbreeze.com slash cray It's now 2023, and probably like most people, I want to try to be healthier this year. And it's not just about what my scale says. I want to feel happy and energized and readily able to chase my kid around. When we decide to lose weight, it's usually not just about the number on the scale. Whatever your reason for wanting to make a change, Noom Weight is ready to help. Noom Weight is different. It uses psychology to help you understand your eating habits and learn how to make healthier choices every day. Do you eat because you're bored or pass up food when it's free? If the answer is yes, don't stress. Noom Weight can help you break the cycle and change your habits for good. Using Noom really made me recognize my eating habits, my existing eating habits, which is the first step in changing my habits. I tended to eat when I was bored, especially during the pandemic, and I never really realized that I was doing that before I used Noom Weight. I also learned some strategies to dealing with my cravings, like what snacks I should grab when I'm feeling hungry, and general guidelines to choose a snack, whether I'm at home or I'm out and about. Using the app is really easy, and I liked the daily lessons. They're very quick and easy, and they help keep me focused on my goals. What I love most about Noom Weight is that it helps you understand the science behind your eating choices. Noom Weight has actually published more than 30 peer-reviewed scientific articles describing their methods and effectiveness. And if you've been listening to Kyle and I for any length of time, you know that we love science. I also personally love that it's a flexible program. Noom is not focused on perfection. It's focused on progress. You don't have to give up carbs or really give up anything. That's why 95% of customers say Noom Weight is a good long-term solution. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom Weight's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com slash cray That's N. O-O-M dot com slash cray cray to sign up for your trial today and check out Noom's first ever book, The Noom Mindset, a deep dive into the psychology of behavior change available to buy now wherever books are sold. 
Yeah. Let's something, move on to Libby and Andre. <laughs> something, something Valentine's as if that actually matters. Uh, and, no, that uh, was Liz and stupid. Oh, yeah. Angela, I don't even fucking know. I have very little to say about Libby and Andre. <laughs> I, I have a couple things. My my, I really enjoyed before she actually started singing. <laughs> so I really enjoy. I mean, just uh, Sean Robinson asking for a singing update is um, automatically a troll. And I appreciated so that because this hasn't been a storyline since the first fucking episode. And I did appreciate her bringing it back. Like, so how's the singing update? It's, it, it was almost like the old Andre, how's the job hunt going type thing from uh, a couple <laughs> years ago. Appreciated that. Basically, I mean, uh, shock. There is no update. They just say that they're singing songs with about Ellie, I guess, on YouTube. It's so stupid. Um, but yeah, she sings Mary Had a Little Lamb. Uh, we've already discussed how we both wanted to die and start covering Yellowstone instead of HEA on this <laughs> podcast from now on, After particularly after that. And um, then they talk about mean tweets on social media. Uh, because that that's where we're at at this point. So now, okay, Becky and Charlie are here. Great. Why? Awesome. I thought Becky's they canceled Charlie. I'm confused. <laughs> Becky says no things. Charlie says nothing new. Andre's trying to rip our family apart. They deny that anyone in their family would be petty enough to call immigration, which I actually do believe. Like, I don't know. I just don't think anybody in Libby's family did that. But yeah, I think that the reality here is that I, I I don't believe that they like each other off camera by any means. But I think that what we see on camera is 0.01% of their actual life. But we're going to see all of the conflict, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Anytime that there's any shit talking or conflict or these people are in the same room, we're going to see it. But keep in mind, I think that that lunch that Andre had with Becky and him seeing Charlie last time, that is, that's what, 20 minutes of actual life that they've seen these people for an entire year. And so I agree with your point that they wouldn't do it because I just don't think that they think about each other as much as the show wants us to lead to believe yeah. I do think that Charlie is just getting wasted and doing his own thing. And that's kind of it. I don't think he really thinks about Libby and Andre that much. Yeah. Charlie's totally just fucking with Andre when he's like, well, if you treat someone the way Andre treated us, then yes, yeah, someone might report you. I mean, he's just saying that to instigate. Yeah, he's a good instigator. Him. Yeah. Andre is just, Andre is kind of dumb because he so easily takes the bait. So but but it's a tell-all. Is is he yeah. dumb though? Like the no, only reason you're true. there is to have conflict. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So I don't know. I mean, Becky makes a really good point, which the immigration lawyer shuts down immediately. Which is, hey, everybody, we know from the very first season that Andre was on the show that he overstayed his visa previously, his J one visa that he had during college, like when he came for two summers and. That put his K-1 in jeopardy from the very beginning. So maybe that's why. And that makes a lot more sense from a legal standpoint than some rando called immigration. 
But Andre's not allowed to comment on that, Kyle, because the, the lawyer's like, I advised my client not to comment. <laughs> it's probably good that Andre doesn't comment about anything related to his immigration. I know. But yeah, no, I honestly, I completely buy that someone has called in an anonymous tip or something, but I just would don't. I think it's way more likely that it was just a viewer that was yeah. just a, a maniac. I mean, people called 911 on Colt and Larissa I from know. shit happening on Instagram. Like, does anyone believe that the hundred million people that have watched this show around the world aren't one of those people isn't capable of that? It's a very good point. Um, I, I also don't understand like the shock and awe that Sean's like, well, Libby would move to Moldova with her kids. And Becky's like shocked. Like, hey, Becky, if your husband got deported to Denmark, like, which I think he's actually American born Danish person, but Becky would absolutely go with him. It seems like she flip flops. At first, she says something to the effect of like, yeah, pretending to be shocked. And then at the end, she agrees that, of course, she would go with him. If he got deported, which again, total waste of time to talk about because it's not going to happen. And we know that it has not happened. I, I don't know if there's like anything. I just, I, I, uh, yeah. If you're, if you're Ed, I, I feel like Ed is, uh, partially insane for coming at Andre after everything that we just saw. And Andre has a good response, which is to say, I I don't even want to respond to you. I don't even want to engage you. You're so... How could I take anything you say seriously? You're fucking embarrassing. And then, like, he actually comes out of this unscathed, his interaction with Ed, because he just... He shuts him down in a in a really concise and and good way compared to Jovi who actually criticizes a specific thing Ed did and gives him space to you know come at him with his pre-canned responses right yeah it's a good point submit says well, nothing this entire episode except he does nothing. laugh he does laugh at Andre when he starts making fun of Charlie's bros. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> that the was only funny. Time we, the only time we even see Summit. And then did you notice that the first thing that Charlie says after he starts making fun of his bros is bro? It's bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> bro, bro. You sound like moron. Bro, bro, bro. bro like, it's just the way he talks on. The lawyer provides no new information. Nothing. It's literally just a flashback. They could have just Filler. played the flashback twice. Um, the Andre overstaying his visa is not new information. Not. Uh, but we haven't really heard, talked about that for like four fucking years. So I guess nope. it's sort of new information in some way. But, uh, you know, he's turning you against the family. No, I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's kind of same old shit. No new information. No interesting cameos. Um, nothing, resol- nothing resolved today. So let's move on. 
If you've been listening to our podcast over the years, you've definitely heard me talk about Pros and why my hair looks so freaking good now. Pros is the world's most personalized hair care, and I've seen great results from my customized Pros products. We all have different hair concerns. Mine, for example, it's quite dull. It was dry. I live in a dry climate, so finding the right moisture level in a shampoo and conditioner off the shelf can be kind of hard. Pros knows that you're more than just your hair type, though. Pros has given over 1 million hair consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. Look, we all love a quiz. I love a quiz. And this quiz is very fun and asks lots of questions about your hair, your unique circumstances. Like for me, I live in a dry climate and I had dull hair. By Analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. And if anything about your hair or circumstances change, like you move to a different type of climate or you start dyeing your hair or quit dyeing your hair or change your diet, like I don't know, maybe a lot of us are becoming vegans in the new year, you can use Pros's review and refine feature to tweak your formula. As a carbon-neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. But most importantly, since using Pros, my hair is shinier and smoother and softer. I just get a lot of compliments now, which is what we want most out of our hair care. Am I right? If you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash cray cray. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash cray cray for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off your first order. Pros.com slash cray cray. And well, yeah. we're not going to resolve anything today. See you tomorrow. <laughs> We're not going to resolve anything today, so go out and get drunk. <laughs> We're going to film it. Yeah, the SUV, like the pairs that they made get in the SUV together was so funny. They put Andre with Angela. This is the Which best. They, 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 put, didn't, they didn't have their significant others with them. Yes, so. that makes sense. But Ed and Bilal was <laughs> intentional because Shida is there with Bilal. So Kim, Shida, and Liz get in, of course, in an SUV together. They're like intentionally splitting up couples. I thought it was so funny. Shida is very complimentary of Liz on her toes. On her and I'm several like, times. Why? Several why, times. Why the what toes, is that? Shida? I mean, what is you know, that about? Very nice of you, but <laughs> uh yeah. She's really into Liz's feet and legs. Um, it's interesting. I think she's just trying to be like to pump her up, you know. I, She's like, yes. I'm not trying to hype you. I'm like, I think you are trying to hype her because I think <laughs> Shida is a very empathetic person. And I, I guess just think Shida, she's trying to make her feel I guess good. Shida can't really say, Liz, you have great tits. <laughs> Did you go to a Dr. Obang? <laughs> I mean, they say, oh, we really admire your strength, Liz. And I'm just thinking, oh. Mm. These people have been filming, Kyle, for 12 straight hours, like since 7 a.m., and now they are going to a bar. Do you know how dehydrated they are and how quickly they're going to get drunk? Can I have a glass of water for the thirst? 
Which is the worst order? Andre trying to order water or Angela trying to order a fucking mimosa at like 11 p.m.? (laughs) (laughs) These cocktails don't have enough sugar in them. Everybody's like, this is New York. Wow. I'm like, you're on a hotel balcony. I mean, it looks nice, but they get really excited about some chicken wings and whatever's in yeah. those like catering chicken, things and like chicken an open skewers bar. and an open bar. That's all you need for me, Mal. Yeah. Uh, Angela and Liz have a chugging contest. I'm sure that's going to work out great for everyone. And Liz likes Angela now. Great. Neat. She misjudged her, Kim. Okay. Okay. I love that Angela even admits she's like, normally I'd just be on my phone during this entire party and be screaming at Michael for two hours, but now I can actually enjoy everyone. (laughs) That's maybe the most maybe the most introspective thing she's ever said. But yeah, I mean, as soon as she as soon as she comes out on the balcony, it's she just yells everything she says. Did you notice, like, every time that she's having a one-on-one conversation, it sounds like her voice is going out? Yeah, because she, her, she's losing her voice because she was wasted the night before. Well, well, but also when she comes out and she starts holding court, she's just yelling and her voice sounds totally normal. It's it's because she's fucking performing. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about performances Angela is performing. I think that she is capable of having a one-on-one conversation that is sort of normal. But when she's with a group, her narcissism will not allow her to not be the center of attention. And she Mm -hmm. loses her voice because she just yells everything she says. I just, yeah, it's awful. I I even think that Angela, like whatever, during this bar scene, Ed was triggering for so many people Awful. that we have discussed yeah. with so far because he grabs Liz. Liz is the one that suggests they go upstairs to talk and Ed's immediately gaslights her. He's like, I was drowning. You were stepping on my head. You were supposed to stand behind me. And Liz is like, but you lied. And he shrugs this off completely. He's like, I don't even remember. I don't even remember the text. You have to take accountability for yourself. Uh, I don't lie. I don't lie. You were letting me drown. You were performing. And then he he gets stuck on this. He's like, yeah, this is good. You're performing, Liz. You're performing. And it's basically the equivalent of saying, like, my truth. Because he says, that's how I felt. But... Liz at one point says something really telling, which is, well, you don't remember that you talked to Rose, but you certainly remember every little thing that I do. Yeah. Well, she parroted Sean Robinson's insight. Yeah. Which is the first thing that Sean Robinson has ever said that may have actually had an impact on someone. I know. (laughs) Poor Sean. She looks incredible, by the way. Forgot to say it at the beginning. Of course. Need to say it at the beginning of every tell. Check check that box. Thank you, Kim. (laughs) But Liz goes back to the girls' table and just relays this entire conversation to Angela, Kimberly, and Jenny, and Yara. Yara's the only smart person in this entire cast. She gets up immediately and says, I (laughs) cannot deal with talking about Big Ed. I can't. Uh, She pulls a Kim and Kyle and just fucking leaves. (laughs) Yara's with us. She's hanging out with us over here. She's like, I Uh -uh. don't want to do it. Uh Uh-uh. Me don't understand this. I don't want it. I'm over here. 
I'm, I'm going to take gonna pictures my... for Instagram and eat some chicken satay. <laughs> and yeah, make sure my husband so, doesn't like go to the strip, to the club. strip club. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Liz says she's at her breaking point. At this point, that means it means nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, notice that she doesn't say she's done. She just says no. she's at her breaking point. Yeah. What? But that's that's uh, that's just Tuesday. So, I mean, Ed comes in and tells everybody Liz is performing. Look at her. She's performing, which is just so ironic because he is literally a performer. And then Jovi checks Instagram and finds Mr. Michael on Instagram and Angela pretends to be shocked. Right. Yara, again, the only voice of reason in this entire hotel is like anyone can create an account. But how did he have the pictures, Cam? How did he have that picture? It's called a screenshot, Angela. <laughs> yeah. The last thing that happens is that Jovi and Andre kind of agree that they hate each other, but they both hate Ed Moore for yes. sure. <laughs> yeah. They definitely hate Ed Moore. And so um, I don't know why Ed decides that Jovi is a, quote, pussy uh Ugh. Ugh. i don't understand that um it's very strange i had to go but, through what liz put yeah. me through okay, then ed God. and liz again start yelling at each other super super awesome because what this means is that the first god knows how many minutes of episode three are also going to be about ed and liz because this is kind of mm -hmm. a cliffhanger or actually no you get you see Angela creeping up yes. behind Ed. I hope that she just hits him with a glass bottle, and then this whole thing is done, and Angela ends up in jail. And but but uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get uh, our wish will not come true. But it, I feel like Angela sneaking up behind Ed is kind of a memeable screenshot. Yeah, I'm gonna try to try to get that. Um, that you're right. That is Angela's smart too, and not smart generally, but in the way that she knows that Ed is the other most hated cast member. Right. And if she can turn the focus. Ed, Ed and Angela do this to each other. Ed tries to focus on Angela. Angela tries to focus on Ed. And notice that Angela's trying to curry favor with Kimberly and yes. you know everybody else now because she knows if she can turn the tables and make everybody focus on hating Ed she is going to be less hated. And so right. I don't and know. And causing just, more drama means mm -hmm. more screen time and seasons for her. Yeah. I mean, once Liz is gone, Ed just starts yelling at Jovi and today was about Liz performing. She just wanted to make me look bad. Oh, Liz had a great line that was, bitch, you make me carry your luggage through the airport because you're <laughs> weak. <laughs> that was after he called Jovi a pussy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know why that it made me laugh because there's literally nothing else to laugh at. Um, the preview, yeah. there was one thing in the preview that made me lose my shit, which is that our tinfoil was correct, Kim. 
What? Usman and my cow are in the same hotel filming. I told you. I know. They're in the same hotel. It makes no sense why Usman would have to come to Lagos to film, except they're just too lazy and they just have like a, a couple hotel suites next to each other. It's so great. Oh, I fucking love and it. So, I- uh, my cow is going to go try to fucking fight Usman in the next episode. <laughs> this is great. I'm I looking s- forward to that. That's the only thing I'm looking looking forward to i think it's gonna be so fucking dumb we need so much more us men in this tell-all so much yeah. more yeah oh <laughs> uh, let's let's pray for that for next week he had no lines this entire episode zero kimberly and us men and andre unfortunately the people that have cracked us up the most <laughs> andre yep. just had a little bit submit sorry i was gonna say submit I don't know. Anyway, that's it, guys. I, that's that's the tell-all. We got two more weeks. Hang in there. We're almost to toe, and it looks great. We're halfway done, y'all. We'll get there together. Uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, we are combining, if you're listening to our public episode, we haven't been around a while because we decided we're going to combine the last episode with this one just because there's not a lot to talk about but uh i'm pretty sure we'll be back next week because we have um a lot of new exciting sponsors if you don't want to hear about these sponsors you can go to realitycraycray.com pay five bucks we have way more content we're covering love without borders right now on our premium only feed so much better than happily ever after absolutely absurd premise but it is really funny it's basically it is, like married at first sight the other way. It's just outrageous. This matchmaker is the most <laughs> talentless hack on the planet in terms of match. I mean, I feel like we could do such a better job, Kim, of matching people. It's so funny. Kyle, I watched episode six of Love Without Borders last night because I wanted to. Whoa. Whoa. And it is it blew my mind. There's so much to talk about. I'm like genuinely so excited to talk about it. Yeah, Can't I mean wait. the theme the theme of our premium content is this at this show we talk about 90 Day Fiance and our premium content we talk about things we like. <laughs> well, 90 Day shows first, <laughs> like Darcy and Stacy, David and Annie. That's and true. The and new the, Darcy you know, and Stacy love we covered. The Darcy and Stacy preview looks absolutely fucking hysterical oh, and stupid so too. Good. How so is stupid. how the fuck is Florian saying Georgie is his best friend? <laughs> what know. have you? What, what are the twists and turns that your life has taken to lead you to say something like that? Because he fucking hates Georgie. Chaos Florian is back, and I'm here. Chaos for it. Florian is here. It's going to be really fucking stupid. <laughs> I also, I have my fingers crossed that 90 Day UK is going to be back this year because that was yes. hands down the absolute best 90 Day content we got in 2022. I will die on that hill. It is so fucking funny and ridiculous and moves at a pace that is actually reasonable. Maybe even too fast. I, I, I'll disagree with you on best 90 day content only because although it seems like it was 800 years ago (laughs) before the 90 days with Jasmine and Gino was in 2022 also. That's true. That was great. The hat. That, that season, I think we hit the highest number of listeners of this podcast ever during that season because it, it was, was just the most it was a super viral season outside of even the 90 day universe everyone was talking about it 
and it was pretty goddamn entertaining. Speaking of, Kyle and I have to get on a runaway train now in our red shoes. We'll be back next week. (laughs) Talk to you guys soon. (laughs) Bye.